Welcome to the 232 Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Carl. This podcast is about books, reading, and the meaning of life. Today we unpack another book because you know what they say. Too many books. Too little time. Welcome back to the 232 Podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Carl. Yes, and here we are. I'm so excited about this one. Yes, <laughs> and this is great. Yeah. You know, sometimes we, you know, there's no science to how we pick our books, yeah. but we are starting to get to know what each other like, and and this is the, this is the fun of doing a podcast like this, isn't it? It's yeah. kind of we kick ideas around, and then and then something pops up. Yeah, and yeah. In fact, I think this might be a book we found on the book sale. I believe it was on, it's it been was. on my reading. No, you grabbed it's it. It's been in on the my reading sale. list for a very long yes, time. Yes, and then yeah. you grabbed it in the book yeah. sale, and then I was like, yeah. well, "Okay, well, I've got to read this too." Yeah. And I know this is an area you know we're both passionate about. You particularly, oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I've got a related interest to it, and so we're here together. To, oh, very oh, good. So, so we're broadcasting so, professional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, no, that's crap. No, that's, so we're, we're, today we're reviewing a book called Together, yes. Loneliness, Health and What Happens When We Find Connection. Yeah. And it's by Vivek Murthy. Yes. Right. Vivek Murthy uh, was the 19th US Surgeon General and is the 21st is, Surgeon General. Yes. It's really interesting. Yeah. Now we'll come back and talk about the book. But I wasn't really sure what the Surgeon General did. Well, I, so did I must you, admit, I, did, I, did, did, you, did you know he's also a Vice Admiral he, well, because he's the Surgeon well, General? Well, this is where it gets really interesting. Yeah. The Surgeon General runs something called, um, standby, it's called uh, the US Public Health Service Commission yes. Corps. Right? Corps. Corps, yes. Corps, right? So that's yeah. 6,000 people in uniform that do health stuff. Ah. But it came from... The Marine Hospital Service. Right. That's why he's a vice admiral. Interesting. So, so um, the position of the U.S. Surgeon General was created as a result of the reorganization into a national hospital system in 1870 of the previous Marine Hospital Isn't System. Isn't that insane? Isn't that so insane? So here we are with another one of these. And this is America Just, to a T.A. Right, you, yeah. You're like, what? Yeah. What is that? And then well, they how- go, oh. 1870. Yeah. <laughs> what? Because it, be, it was apparently was in, it was in the ports, right? Right. And it was about looking after sailors, yes. but looking after people coming onto the shore. Yeah. And now Surgeon General, 6,000 people that report to him. Yeah. But he's essentially the nation's doctor. And most people will remember, if you're a particular age, you'll remember U.S. Surgeon General's warning on the side oh, cigarettes. Of course. Of right? course. You know, and we do hear that, don't yeah, we? Yeah. 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 I wonder how many warnings have been put out. <laughs> Well, yeah. this one, this one's really interesting. So, when he went, so he was under Obama, mm. and then clearly Trump said Trump have somebody else, and Biden yes. brought him back, right? Yeah. When he went in and, uh, as the nineteenth, he was like, um, "It's going to be the opioid crisis." This is pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I went, saw what he yeah, went through. Yeah, yeah. He went through Ebola. Yeah. Zika virus. Yeah. The Flint water thing in Michigan. Oh, jeez. The opioid epidemic, yeah. which is ongoing. Yeah. And he commissioned the first ever report on drug and alcohol. Yeah. As a, as a, so they found 21 million Americans yeah. have, a, have a substance. So when he, so one of these times, it must be the, uh, so he did a road show, went around America mm. and talked to Americans about what's bothering you. Yeah. And no one really mentioned loneliness at the top of the list. No. But they talked about loneliness. Everyone talked about loneliness. And, yeah. And he's yeah. like, holy shit, what's this about? Yeah. And hence a book on loneliness. Yeah. About Isn't the lack amazing? of social connection. Yeah. Uh, about loneliness as both a cause and an effect of illness. So this obviously yeah. popped up in his first yes. go so around. He must have written that between the go rounds, right? Yeah, yeah. So the book came out in twenty twenty. Yeah. So yeah, 
um, around March, actually, or March, April, right. I think it was. Right. The well, he moment. makes the point, right, that COVID mm. has exacerbated all of this. Mm. Yeah. So mm. <clears throat> this is interesting, right? It's, it just seems like it's one of those issues uh, whose time has come because lots of people <clears throat> are yeah. talking about an epidemic of loneliness. Yes. You know, a friendship recession. Yes. And um, the reason policymakers care about this is loneliness is correlated with all sorts of physical yes. and mental health risk. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. So hence it's on the agenda of the uh, the Vice Admiral himself. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and we should say, wrote an official US Surgeon General's yes. report. Uh, yeah, yeah. report and warning about it, mm. which I have and was brilliant. Mm. Mm. Um, and, and so let's let's jump right in, right? I mean, he, he talks about, you can see why this is a hugely challenging issue in America because America is a culture based on self-reliance. Yes, Based on rugged individualism, yeah, and actually self-reliance and rugged individualism two, will get you so far, and then after that, then we and we end up with a few problems. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but also you know exacerbates yeah. this, and and I love, I love learning about why, you know, that we we hear the word loneliness, yeah. but again, this is a great. I mean, the book starts off by unpacking that a, a lot, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, should we okay, really? Right, where's this come well, from? Well, like, let's, let, let's yeah. rewind a little bit. We've got to be really clear that so loneliness. Uh, is a gap between the level of social connection you want and the level of social connection yes. you have, right? Uh, Which means that it's perfectly possible to be lonely in a crowd. Yes, yes. Right? That's a really good point. Yeah, so yeah. if you're prof- profoundly introverted, you might experience loneliness in a crowd. Yes. Because it's that subject of gap. But also it depends yeah. on the crowd. It depends on the crowd. It depends yeah. on so many things, right? Yeah. Um, but the point to be made is it's different from solitude. Yes. So solitude yes, I love that is point. time that you've spent on your own that you've freely chosen yeah. and that you want and crave. Yeah, so right? loneliness you don't choose. You don't choose, right? Yes. And the, and, and, the, and the point being, right, mm. it, it's a signal like thirst. Mm, mm, you know, and he said that. It's a, a warning light. light. It's a warning light that you're it's not getting else. the social connection yeah. you want. But, and, and this is reinforced by all the work we do, mm. people don't talk about it. Because somehow they think if I express the fact I'm lonely, it's because I'm unlikable. Yes, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he does pick up on the shame part mm-hmm. and um, the the idea that he, he and I and I had it as a quote because I think it's so true. I, I um, shame is acute in professional cultures yes. that promote self reliance as a virtue. Yeah. So it's, it comes back to that whole. Hang on. Yeah. I'm not meant to be. Yeah. Like this is the this I, uh, this is you know it's either yeah. outside the dom- outside the domain of what you're working in, or it doesn't. It's not going to reflect well on me. Isn't this interesting? I didn't think about this when I read the book, but there's a great a connection with Brené Brown's work. Oh, absolutely. About vulnerability, right? Absolutely. Like, but also naming yes, the language yes. of naming what loneliness yes. is yes. is so important. Yeah. Because it's yeah we might scratch around for the yeah. words. But yeah. that notion, that idea, right? I mean, again, it yeah. goes, and it goes back to um, we've talked about Owen Eastwood elsewhere, mm, right? Mm. And particularly some of those those great uh, Te Ma- Maori notions of connection. Mm. You know, that idea that our relationships define us. Mm. And I wrote this down. I really like this. We come out of the world, not into it. Oh, <laughs> ouch! <laughs> ouch. Um, so I, look, I, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so we're talking yeah. about layers here. So yeah. I, li- I like the start on. You know, he he talks about three layers, and it's a good way to think of you know, like if you go back to your maths subsets and things <laughs> like that. But you know, your Venn diagram, intimate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's intimate, relational, and collective. So yeah. that's the intimate is the you know the one to one close partner, yeah, potentially. Relational's the next layer of you know your friends, companions, support that type of thing is what you're getting out of that, and then collective is the belonging. shared purpose and yeah. belonging, yeah. Yeah, and and interests and yeah. all those types of things. So it's 
it's actually a really good foundation for the conversation, isn't it? Because uh, yeah, because we need all three. It's interesting if you think about some of the books we've covered in this podcast. Mm. We've talked before about how those books really stand as a testimony to the fact that the way we live in the West has kind of profoundly mm. profoundly become unhinged yes. from the natural world. Yes. This is sort of the same sort oh, of no, thing. Oh, no, absolutely. That, you know, the mm. things we think we want that will make us happy are not the things that will no. make us happy and fulfill no. us, right? It's called miswanting, mm. right? Um, the problem of miswanting. Actually, and that great E.M. Forster quote, only connect. Yes. You know, like yeah. what you need to do is you, you just, you just mm. need to connect. So this is the air-water connection. Yeah. Yeah. thing again isn't it like it's it's there as a as a survival thing and and so he talks about you know the the solitude versus loneliness all that kind of stuff yeah um but also going into the evolution of it which i found really interesting oh, yeah, and and yeah. you know like this is where the science starts to 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 come rolling into the yeah. book isn't yeah. it you know like that we are the default from an evolutionary perspective, was togetherness. Absolutely. From a survival perspective. And it was yeah. the village raising yeah. the children, yeah. people well, well, so finding think, food. Well, so if you think about the evolution of human beings, mm. right? Um, so if, if if human evolution ran from a, a 9 o'clock start to a 5 p.m. <laughs> finish, right? Like, yeah. this is Homo sapiens. This isn't mm. it's just Homo sapiens. We were hunter-gatherers until 4.59. Yeah. So you spent most of your life being hunter-gatherer, which meant for most of your life you were prey. Mm. Right, and That's the thing right. that saved you yeah. was the people around you from five pm to nine am. Yeah. <laughs> but that means, but you know, but but yeah. that's why, um, yeah. that's why being thrown out of the tribe was a death sentence. Yeah, that's right. No one survived on their own. No, no. There and is the, no and I. So, there's only we. That unbutu uh, is an unbutu yes. concept. Yeah, unbutu. I am, yeah. I, am my, I am because of you. Yes. Like oh, that's no, a, it's yeah. Just, it's, it's so we've got a lot yeah. of stuff to build, and then we get into the whole what's going on in the brain yeah. and, and the more recent brain science yes. showing that togetherness is. Active. It's the a default, default. It's the default pathway. network. It's part of the default network of the brain. Isn't that mm. interesting? So when you're not, yeah. there's something going on, isn't there? And then also the response. And this is where this is the medical part of you know this is the brain body thing that we've referred to in a few yeah. episodes. Is that when we're lonely, the way we respond is not very healthy. It's, it's self-protection mode. That's so it's right. cortisol yes, up, blood yes, pressure yes, up. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, like yeah. your T cells are working hard, all that kind of stuff. And you yeah. just cannot exist in a survival. Well, this is the reframing heightened. stuff, right? This is the reframing yeah. stuff. I mean, he says that um, mm. lo- loneliness is signaling you, not accusing you. Yes, right. And, and then he talks about that great thing about gangs, mm. about people going into gangs because they're so hungry for connection and yeah. belonging, even though that connection and belonging is, is based on crime. The thing yes. about the military, about yeah. those guys, yeah, that's right. the, the level of they're camaraderie the they get in the yeah. military, they never get ever again. In, in, yeah, or sport, in, probably yeah, same thing, sport, isn't right. it? Yeah. How can you read this? There's no pictures. Well, some people use their imagination. The science around it is is you can't live at this heightened state because it starts to become incredibly unhealthy. Yeah. Unhealthy to the point of 50% less likely yes, yes, to die yes, prematurely yes. if you're connected to people. Uh, I love that quote, yeah. And or 15 yeah, yeah. cigarettes, cigarettes a day. So this is, this is a famous study, right, mm. that says that uh, if you experience acute loneliness, it's as bad for you as smoking 15, 15 cigarettes, cigarettes a day. A day. When I shared that stat with a group of people earlier in the year, somebody said, does that mean if I'm really well connected and embedded in my community, I can start smoking again? Well, <laughs> but well, you, you joke about that, but then they did that study on people who'd lost their spouses yeah. and the ones that are socially connect, connected yeah. is the equivalent yeah. of having the spouse. Yes. 
Yes. That's what they found yeah, yeah, uh, in yeah. the longer term. Yeah. It's just incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, so the, I'm not, I'm not I mean, condoning no, the 15 no, no. But cigarettes. The, but, the science yeah. of the stuff mm. couldn't be stronger. Like the power mm. of connection, mm. the power of – and like it sounds so new agey. But the point about, you know, uh, Vivek's book mm. is saying actually this is – no, this is Med- science, science. You know, like hospitals haven't thought about this. Medical science hasn't thought mm. about this. But this could be the hidden ingredient yes. of longevity and, and happiness. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, so. and, and he has a, we'll talk about, it goes into child development, but he has a great line that I'm going to use, which says, if you build a kid, you won't oh, have to repair yes. an adult. Yes, I love that. Oh, like, yeah, how good yeah. is that? And so, yeah, some, I mean, there's I've got two or three really cracking Quote say yeah. <laughs> like yeah. so so we're talking about the connection thing yeah. and we talked about close friends middle circle outer circle yes and things like that so the idea that we have our close friends are our core like fifteen odd yeah. generally isn't yeah. it that we spend sixty percent of our time with which is incredible when you think about it but it's so logical yeah it's uh, well that's what I loved about the book is it it has these things and you go like oh yeah. Of course, that's right. Yeah, they, <laughs> well, but, so this but, is hold on. This is out of Robin Dunbar's work. We keep mm, talking about mm, it, and I'll come back and talk mm, about Dunbar. Mm. Yeah. But what I loved is, okay, we've got ourselves, and we can start thinking about these circles of connections. But the whole, the really powerful thing about the book is, what about the other people? Yeah. And if we've got numbers like twenty five percent of adults yeah. experiencing loneliness in yeah. Australia, yeah. and the numbers yeah, are similar. Most of the Western well, we, world. We've done the research here in Great Christchurch, yes, New did. Zealand, right? They're yeah. very similar. So yeah. around that corner, yeah. say, yeah. The, the, most of us are interacting with lonely people all, all the, the time. time. I know. And this is yeah. the kicker yeah. in the book. And, and and as he talks about in the book, and as every psychologist knows, um, the research about this could not be clearer. If you go and talk to a stranger, mm. they will welcome that conversation much more than you can ever expect. Yes. So people often don't go, and he talks about that famous subway study. Yes. People often don't approach other people or even say hello to other people because they think that that would be seen as being unwelcome. Unwelcome. Right. But mm. actually, other people love it and they value it a so, great deal. So there's unwelcome yeah. and not normal. Yes. And I think we've tipped into yeah. the not normal, isn't it? Well, you know, so which is why, mm, sorry to yes. interrupt you. No, there, no, you're right. But, you know, in Sweden they started the Say Hi campaign. Yes, yeah. And they yeah. rolled out. It gives people permission. I'm just to doing what hi. the campaign says. Yeah, yeah. Right? And there's that great Nick Epley quote that I've given you a million times, which is not many people wave, but everybody waves back. Yeah. You know, like just start being the guy yeah. that waves. Yeah, absolutely. Be the person that says hello, right? You make sure you're safe, obviously, mm. right? Do all the obvious mm. things. But just say hello and talk yeah. to people. Recognize <laughs> something about them. Don't do it. The psychology it doesn't have to t- be forced, eh? No, just, just say something. It's just else. a simple yeah. thing. So in, in the likelihood that you're dealing with someone who's potentially feeling some degree of loneliness is very high. Very high. So you never know what yeah. you're going to be for that person. Exactly. The ripples yeah. and ripples, right? Yeah. yeah. Fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, okay. no, it's good. Um, so, I mean, it's interesting, right? Because uh, sociologists say that if you look at Japan, Japan... Japan gives us a view of what the future of the Western world will look like if mm, we're not careful. So mm-hmm, Japan, mm-hmm. very, very rich. Uh, God is getting old. Yes. It's not reproducing itself. Yeah. And it's creating a couple of phenomena that are really, really weird. One of these is called Kodokushi. Now, as soon as yes. they have a name, you know it's a problem. Kodokushi describes um, people, it's called lonely death. Wow. It's people who die. In an apartment wow. with no friends and family. You only find them when the smell of the carcass yeah. starts penetrating Ooh. the hallway. Or, or, or they stop paying the power bill and yeah. gets turned off. Yeah. And that's like 20,000 people a year. Wow. So that's not an insane And that's really problem. interesting. There's a, there's a, there's a um, paradox there, isn't there, with the way 
the Japanese respect their only. Absolutely. And, and, yeah. and, and maybe that's part of the problem, right? I don't mm. want to interrupt. And then the other one, which I've always really loved, yes. is this notion of hikikomori, right? Which is this notion of, you know, teenagers that say basically live their lives in their bedrooms and yeah. have no social connection. Yeah. And, you know, what, what, what we say when we do the work here in New Zealand is with the best will in the world, we have made it possible for people to live their lives with no genuine social. Yeah, yeah. You can order food, you can connect. And that was the, I love that. So so he talks about the paradox of technology. Yes. So so technology, uh, even even to the point of a plane, isn't it? Like he talked about a plane can take us anywhere in the world within 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. But because we can get anywhere in the world in 24 hours, we we sometimes don't do the connect connection bit, doesn't yeah. it? So so if your if your parents live ten hours away on a plane trip, yeah. you 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 go well. If anything happens, I can just get on a plane in ten yeah, hours, yeah, and you yeah, and you yeah. don't do the basic connection bit. So yeah. so it creates the so, ability yeah. to connect, but not necessarily the connection. So what psychologists yeah. say is um, small goals and small rewards. Uh, interpreted just the same way as big ones. Mm. So, you know, this is the idea of rather than working towards something huge in your life, break into lots of small yes. things and work just as well. Same with social connection. Mm. Talking to your mum every day, dropping around, taking some flowers, yeah. whatever, is just as a good, it's just as important as having Christmas dinner with her. Yeah. Although the, the, I'd call yeah. it the quality quantity thing here. Yeah. Yeah. And this is and this yeah. is the key, isn't it? Yeah. Where he talks about um the difference between connecting with people on social media. Yeah. Well, you have to be be present, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be present, right? Yeah. Yeah. And presence is not when it's, you know, through a keyboard or whatever like that. So so you've got that whole, you know, I am lonely. Yeah. But connected. Well, so this is, this is the paradox. That, well, a network mm. is in a community. Mm. So we're talking about That's right. community, right? And we've talked elsewhere about uh, the role that urban design plays in yeah, community. Yeah. Like, how do you make, how do you make, uh, how do you design worlds where people can have serendipitous interactions mm. and make them sticky? Yes. So not only do people meet that wouldn't normally meet, but they can they can linger. Yeah. Now if you look at you, okay. yeah, you look at new suburban thing, developments, right? Yeah. Not only are they largely based around cars and are unwalkable, mm. they have no public benches. Yes. No connection no spaces, con- bum right. spaces, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, as they call them. Yeah. Bum spaces. But also, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also the um, I I love that um. It's the depth of connection. He, he talks about the Uber driver. I think he uses the metaphor of the Uber driver. So, yeah. so we've we've used technology to allow us to build a, a veneer of trust yeah. with someone like an Uber driver. So we've got the app, we've got the five stars, yeah. we've got the. So we'll trust the Uber driver to drive us from here to the airport, but not to but not to look after our kids. because he haven't done the work to build the trust. That's and normally, right. Normally, we, when we build trust. It's universal trust. It's That's universalized, right. and it's layered, than isn't specific. it? Yeah. yeah, and so the Uber driver is not the guy that you bump into in the supermarket and yeah. you say hello to necessarily. So this is where the, the yeah, I love that. It yeah. makes you think, doesn't it? It makes you go, oh, hang on a second. Well, so what I love, yeah. right? So again, social science yep. perspective. Social scientists talk about structure and agency. How mm-hmm. do we change the settings, policy settings, design yep. settings, and what can we do as individuals, yes. as agents, right? Yes. And when it comes to loneliness, we can work. Both ends. Oh, I agree. This is your agree. You, We can, you know, you can get to know your neighbours. Yep. You can go and knock on your neighbour's door and smile take them some of people. your amazing chocolate cake brownie. Yeah. Right? I'll do you, that later. You can smile yep. and say hello to people. Yeah. Right? If you're sitting next to somebody in the aeroplane at the beginning of the you flight, you can talk to them and say hello. Mm. You, know, mm. you can do all of that. At the structural level, we also need to fix some things. Mm. Right? Mm. You know, we need to fix the way, the way that we... 
organise workplaces, that we organise classes, yeah. that we design communities. There are things we need to do, right? Yeah, and this is where your work's going, isn't yeah. it? And thinking because about this there's stuff. so much of the yeah. stuff that comes together. So uh, social scientists talk about social capital, which is kind of trust, yes. cohesion, yep. and uh, belonging, right? Mm. Um, but you can't have any of that if you're fearful. Mm. So, you know, if people think that the world is a scary place, mm. they're unlikely to trust strangers, mm. unlikely to say hello to strangers. Mm. So, you know, and the world isn't getting to be a more dangerous place, except it's often presented as yes, though it is. And yes. we have that availability we've got the noise. that we've talked about, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the noise of it. Yeah, absolutely. Books, books. I need my books. <laughs> There's a couple of things that really stuck with me. Um, one, not knowing who you are as an individual and then expecting to meet the world as an individual. Yes. I, I was like, yeah. oh, actually, that's yeah. a really great justification for and, and you were talking about the solitude thing. Solitude yeah. is where you get to know yourself yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, like if you yeah. do it the right way. Yeah. Um, it could turn into loneliness if you don't. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but the idea of once you're comfortable with who you are as an individual, then then you can be more confident and comfortable in your interactions with the world. Yeah. So without that, yeah, that's that's a massive yeah. issue, isn't it? Yeah. But I guess if you think about traditional societies, mm. who you are would have been determined in a much broader context. It's true. Rather than as an individual that it's emerges, true. right? Yeah, so the, so yeah. again the the nature that you're brought up in yeah. is gonna help with that, isn't it? It's like, so I wanna get I wanna yeah. get back to Dunbar, because everybody knows Dunbar's number, which is hundred and fifty, right? And when people talk about Robin Dunbar, yes. they go Dunbar's number. Yes. And Dunbar's number is basically you 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 can know about hundred and fifty people well mm. enough to stop and say hello to in an yes. airport within circles within the circles. Yeah. That wasn't Dunbar's point. Dunbar's point was um the size of primates is indexed to the size of their social group, ah, right? Yes. And it just happens to be that for humans with our brain size, it's 150. Right. So he's actually arguing for what's known as the social intelligence hypothesis, okay. which is the idea that our brains are as big as they are because we emerge in groups. Right. The only reason our brains are the size they are is because of the size of our cap- groups. Right. Yeah. And you know, and language yeah. evolved as a way of connecting with those yes. people. Because once the groups get beyond a certain size, you can no you longer to- groom them and be with them physically, like mm. apes do. Yes. Right. So language gossip is a way of actually bonding groups. Yeah. You know, so much of what it means to be human is about what it means to belong to a group in a community. Yeah. So what what's changed then? Because I mean, this capitalism, is a, industrialization. Yeah, right? think just, about the the breakup of a home and work. Yeah, you know, the creation of a nuclear family. And you talk about the, family. you know, like we spend more time around our work colleagues than our uh, the people we love. Terrifying. And he calls that out, isn't it's it? It's terrifying, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. In fact, you'll spend if you have a normal nine to five job, you'll spend as much time with your work colleagues as you do with your intimate yeah. other. Your and SO. you don't choose them. You don't choose. Well, no. you might choose them, but you sure as hell don't choose them. Some as of them don't choose them. Right. You think about how many frogs you have to kiss before you meet your significant other, right? And and then think about how the person gets the the, the yeah the, the, you might not have a lot of choice yeah, yeah. <laughs> so look I love this book I think everybody should mm. read this book um um I think this is a remarkable book yes my criticism of this book is I think it's too long yeah I I would agree and yeah and my second criticism is he like everybody else that's writing about loneliness is standing on the shoulder of a guy called John Cassiopo mm. who wrote a book called Loneliness which is out of print right but that's the book. Right, that's, really? That's, oh, that's absolutely a book. I've got a copy. I'll, oh, like, right. I'll yeah. But, this is a good thing about knowing Carl. Yeah. But, but that book's out of print. It's been out of print for wow. a long time. But this guy's been writing. Cassiopeia's been saying this. Yeah. So, for so you're talking years. about finding its time. Yeah. Maybe this is it. And that's the thing, right? And, mm. and, and that's why I love what I love about, um, about, about Vivek Murthy's book is 
he's a doctor. Like, he's a very serious... He went to Harvard. Yeah, Yale and Harvard. Yeah, yeah. He's Ivy. And now he's talking about social science stuff. Whereas if I wrote a book, you know, a social scientist wrote a book. Yeah. People go, Paul Spoonley wrote a book about loneliness. Mm. People go, that's really interesting. Yeah. You know, whatever. Mm. You know, let's set set up a foundation and give it a bit of money. Mm. But when the Surgeon General goes, no, 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 no. You know, this notion of loneliness, this unraveling of our community connection is driving our medical problems, right? Our health and, problems and our mental social. health problems. Yeah. I mean, I was saying this to somebody else. Mm. Just think about the world we live in, right? Mm. How many TV shows are there that make heroes out of doctors, yes. particularly yes. ER doctors? Yeah. And that's great because those people work really hard. Yeah. But they are they are really the ambulance right at the bottom of the That's place. true. They're just they're, doing where are them. the shows about the public health officials? Yes. Yeah. You public know, health is very... Yeah. Poorly understood, isn't it? Yeah. And partly because if they do their job properly, yes, people don't get sick. No, so there's no, right. there's no emergency. Yes. <laughs> you know, we've got, to, we've got to get them in the next the 45 minutes. Yeah, that's to, right. Because we fix them, right? Stat, All yeah. those people didn't yeah. drink poisonous water and yeah. inhale poisonous gas. And yes. that's we've created community, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, the opioid crisis mm. is a symptom of a much bigger problem, yeah, which might right. actually have to do with being a lack of rootedness, right? Yes. And there's a quote in the Bible um, um dim dark uh, uh, Sunday school days that says the sin at the root of all sins is the sin of separateness. Wow. <laughs> which is kind of a Buddhist notion, right? Yes. The, the idea yes. that you think you're separate to the Everything world, else. which means you can abuse the natural world, but yeah. you're separate to me means yeah. you can commit crime on me, mm. and you're separate to this community means you don't care about your contribution. Yeah. Yeah. All of that yes. is the unraveling. Yeah, and that's the inverse of it all. Yeah. So we should say, no, we should say, though, mm. right, the corollary of this, Mm. Because if you're thinking about biblical times or uh, hunter-gatherer times, we belong to our tribe. Mm. But that means that our other tribes are othered. Yes. So, you know, that's yes. why. And that's a, yes, and that's a biological phenomenon that's as well. That's a biological yeah. phenomenon. So yeah. think about that. And we need to be mindful of that, don't we? So, yeah. Yeah. I, there was one quote. I just, I needed, this, this is the quote that I saw again this morning and I got goosebumps. Friendship is not what someone can do for you. It's who and what the two of you become in each other's presence. Oh, I like that. That I is like a that. that is an absolute. I just yeah, uh, yeah and I and it's and it's funny, right? Yeah. Because somebody was telling me about they went to a birthday party and they looked around and they realised that everybody was there because they could do something for the person whose birthday it was mm. through business or professionally, mm. like thinking about friendship. In really instrumental terms. Yes. You know. Yes. Versus it's a two-way mutual. And that idea about, you know, I don't want anything from you. You don't want anything from me. If I needed you, you'd drop everything and help me. That's right. But I need nothing from you other than the joy of it. And that's the unconditional thing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. But I love that there's a growth and an evolution when two people... Yes. Come together yeah. as friends yeah. that both yeah. benefit. So there's there's a, change, yeah. both so sides. We, we, we should say that mm. if we're talking about loneliness, friendships are very high bar, mm. right? So, mm-hmm. so um, friendship's important. And yes, we know that the number of Americans that say they have no close friends has mm. gone up by four hundred percent in the last thirty years, and twenty five percent of um, English. Uh, Middle aged men say they have no close friends at all. Mm. Close friends are important, mm. but when we're talking about loneliness. Yes, we're talking about friends. But is, that's is, an incredibly high bar. We're just talking but about that's your, that's your inner circle. Absolutely, mm. right? But let's not forget those other two yes, circles. Yes, the relational well, right? and the collective. And, and even mm. the relational, I, I mean, I, I literally read a statistic this morning from the Pew Research Center that said something like 25% of 40-year-old Americans have never been married. Yeah. So the number of 
I mean, that doesn't mean they're not in significant relationships, obviously. Mm. But but you know, so even that most intimate circle is yeah, less than what yeah. it was. And, and what we and talk then the about the knock on, isn't it? Yeah. And what we talk about in our research is single person households are the mm. fastest growing households. Mm. So we're creating a world where loneliness is easier and easier. Yeah, at all layers, yeah. isn't it? But yeah. you can still belong to something oh, bigger than you. Yes. Say hello to your neighbours. Say yes. hello to the barista. Just smile. Yeah. You don't even need to say hello. Yeah. yeah just yeah. smile at someone. Smile wave. and wave. Exactly. Yeah. Smile and wave. And it's ridiculous, right? <laughs> Mm. It's ridiculous because it sounds so trivial, but that's where it starts. Yes. Start with a smile. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's where we should end. <laughs> well, Sorry. Oh, yeah. yes. How, good book. Great. Oh, book, yeah. Right. I mean, uh, look, I'm quibbling, right? Like, I'm quibbling. Uh, yeah, it's a great book. Yeah, yeah. I kept finding yeah. stuff. It, yeah. I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And the kind of book you thought, wouldn't it be good if. All politicians read it. Oh, it was another one of those yeah, we should buy. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, mm. I have some quibbles, mostly about length. I thought the stuff about child development was kind of interesting, but an aside, mm. really. Mm. Uh, although, you know, teaching people about virtues and how to do the stuff. But he got the right, you know, yeah, there, no, there's a lot of great stuff in there. And there's I, a lot of great stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. I no. mean, let, let's think, ask a different question. If you Would you have been proud to write it? Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's what an incredible book, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I think it's found its time. So as we head into, well, I mean, we're, we're recording ahead of the holiday season, yeah. but it's also a really good reminder, just a little thing, smile and wave. Smile and wave. Smile and wave, <laughs> boys. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Thanks, Carl. Thank you for listening to the 232 Podcast. We'll be back soon with another book, unpacked, distilled and unhinged. But until then, stop, stop read and, and repeat. repeat. Ha <laughs>